0: $2 million. What would you do with $2 million? It's a lot of money, regardless of your job, the level of inflation, where you live. You could live in Mississippi. You could live in California. $2 million is a lot of money. Now, what if you found out that one career choice that you had made or one life choice you had made cost you $2 million or more? And then even worse, what if you found out that that choice, the one that cost you $2 million, $2 million, came from bad information or a bad perception of information? What if you were led to believe something was successful when it wasn't? What if you were led to believe that you had to go do something to earn a, life, to earn a living, to have life? When you didn't. And because you followed the wrong information, you lost out on $2 million. That's a tough pill to swallow. That's a hard pill for me to swallow. And I didn't make that mistake. But I recently published research that I'm hoping will prevent others from making that mistake. And here's what I mean. Project 2 Million was founded on the idea that healthcare workers, healthcare students in particular, were spending way too much money for their education, more than they knew. They were getting students are getting wrong information. They're misinformed and it could come at any level. It could come at the, the parent level, it could come at the high school counselor level, it could come at the peer level. It could come from some poor or inaccurate description or depiction of a healthcare career that is, can, that is deemed successful without weighing the cost, without weighing the long-term cost, the short-term cost especially, but without weighing the, the benefits in relation to the cost. So early on in my career in, in, in education, I started seeing the value of associate's degree level education. I had a master's degree. I mentioned that in the first, in the first podcast. I got into, into PT school, did my thing, got out, practiced. And I worked alongside these folks who had associate's degree levels who were so incredibly skilled, they were not allowed to do certain things that I was because of state uh, and professional legal guidelines. That usually happens for every profession. Um, there's some sort of scope of practice that we all have to stay within. But one of my best bosses ever was somebody who had an associate's degree. She was amazing, and I was so blown away by that because I thought, well, she doesn't have the same letters as I do. I went to school longer than she did, and that, how is that right? I should be smarter than her, and I should be better at this than her. And I wasn't. And she was amazing. And she was a game changer for me, changed the way I looked at those at the professions at different levels for the rest of my life. As I got into teaching, I started realizing that there are so many of these professions that make such good money I hope, that I had no idea about. I mentioned in the first podcast I made $47,000 a year and um, now an LPN can make the exact same in four terms of school and I it took me six years. There's too much misinformation out there about what success is. And we talked about that in podcast number one. Project 2 Million was founded on the research that I did that compared two similar healthcare degree paths, the costs of them, the salaries, the long-term student loan payments that go into those careers, and how that impacted the ability to live and contribute to retirement over the long-term, over the course of those careers. And you can Google that article. It's published out there, Google Scholar, whatever. It, you can find it. It compares PT and PTA and OT and OTA. And if you're in healthcare, you know what those mean. And if not, just insert whatever careers you want there. Basically comparing doctoral-level education to associate degree-level education. And you know what, it, what I found? Pursuing... The higher level of education based on salaries and years to pay off and years of being in school versus paying off and various other factors was costing people at a conservative average $2 million of retirement contributions. That's too much. Students are missing out on too much, and that's because they're misinformed. So today, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about one, another one of the four tenets that I mentioned in the first podcast. We're building off the idea of redefining success, teaching students, our, our children, whatever it is, that success is not about a degree. It's not about a title. It's not about a, a, num, a, a money number, unless you just want it to be. Probably won't get that in healthcare, um, at least not directly. It would be something that came off the side of a healthcare career. Going from redefining success to redirecting focus. And we'll explain what that means in just a minute. Welcome to the Project Two Million podcast. So in the first podcast, we talked about the idea of success and what success is. And and everybody defines that for themselves ultimately. And so if if you're raised or you grow up with this idea that well I've got to go to college I've got to go into something that has a big name to it something where if I go and find an, an old friend of mine or an old teacher of mine or a, a mentor of mine I could say yep I made it I'm a X Y or Z astronaut teacher nurse lawyer whatever it is these we talked about these in the first podcast and so this this idea of well I I, I can't just say I'm 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 an assistant manager at Costco. Well, why not? Assistant managers at Costco make really good money. I can't just say I'm a welder. Why not? Welders make potentially more, way more money than somebody in my profession does. And they go to school for a semester to learn it. If, if, if it's about letters or a title, you're either around with the wrong crowd or you care too much about what other people think. What we're given here, and I'm skipping tenets here of Project 2Billion, but what we're given here on earth is the ability to steward stuff. We're designed to be stewards of stuff. This is point number three, tenant number three, and I'm gonna come back to number two. But if I'm stewarding something and I'm stewarding my life and I'm giving my life to something, somebody, something, a career, because we're all here for a purpose, I believe we're here all to love each other, love God, love each other, and bring each other, everything and everybody to point back to God. That's part of stewardship to me. So I want to be good with what what, what, what I'm given, and that means the education I I pursue. So if I know that I'm going, if I knew, which many people don't, that I'm pursuing a career that is going to get me probably in a debt hole that... could equate to twice what my annual salary is, so a two-to-one debt-to-income debt ratio, then I'm, I'm, I'm looking at basically being buried the rest of my life in student loans. And for what? For what? Did you know, just out of curiosity, that a two-year, this is a side, just one of, of many careers, this is kind of a side point, but did you know that a dental hygienist who goes to school for two years can make around $75,000, maybe even more, some less. Seventy-five, I think, is the median pay right now in 2023. And that usually is working at a dentist's office for four days a week. Many dentists are only four days a week, open four days a week. But you may not know that. As a parent or as a student, you might not know about that profession and know you might not want to dig in somebody's mouth. That's fine. I don't really either. I didn't want to be a nurse. Lots of reasons for that. But you can get into that into that work four days a week, two years of school, seventy five thousand dollars, pretty secure job and make almost as much as somebody who comes out with a doctoral degree in PT or ot or one of the other professions um, who come out making eighty to eighty five and they just paid one hundred and forty six thousand dollars for their education. So we have to be informed. And we have to know what success is to us. And we have to be surrounded by people who will give us an honest idea of what success is in order to make good choices. Because if we're getting into college, and I mentioned this in the first podcast, if we're getting into college and we're just trying it out, I am going to figure out what I'm going to do along the journey, then you're wasting money. It's really not different than renting a house Um, a really expensive house for, you know, $3,000 a month just to test it out to see if you like it instead of just buying it. Um, when you could maybe rent it for a couple of days, rent a car for a couple of days before you jump into buying it, you're not going to buy, jump into buying a Land Rover, or any other really expensive car not knowing how much it's going to cost you? Why would you do the same with college? Why would you do the same with a career path? If it means that much to you for success, go for it. Absolutely. If that, if that is what you are called to do, then do it. But don't go broke doing it. And so here's where we idea, we, we run into this idea. Of, well, and, and don't short yourself $2 million in retirement funds for it on a conservative estimate, but the the idea, tenant number two of redirecting focus, where are you putting your energy and what are you, what are you surrounding yourself with as you're making the journey, as you're trying to plan for your kids future, whatever, wherever you are in this journey, and you think that a certain career will land you a certain place, are you sure? What noise are you hearing within this journey? Are you surrounded by people at church, in your community, within your PTA, or at school that are saying, yeah, I, and, and you, you can, if you really step back and hear it and you, you, you try to hear what the parents are saying is, yeah, I've got, I've got my, my, my son applying to um, University of Arizona and Arizona State and um, a couple of others, uh, University of New Mexico, New Mexico State. And, um, yeah, they're, they're eventually going to get in, they'll, they'll get in somewhere or, yep. I, they, I tried and I think my daughter is probably going to apply to Emory in Atlanta and probably, um, UAB in Birmingham and, um, possibly Mercer in Atlanta and maybe, you know, maybe one other. Some bigger name school, some really prestigious school, because that's, that's what they want for their kids. They, parents, we all want a, bear, a better life for our kids. And kids, you should know the parent, parents want the best for you. That's kind of their job. That's part of what we're here to do. Again, it's to steward things. So I, as a parent, I'm stewarding my kids. I'm going to teach them what to do and what not to do. I'm going to teach them how to act and how not to act. I'm going to give them some free will because we're given free will. I'm gonna let them mess up and learn from it. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna show them how when I mess up, what I'll learn from my mess ups. But going off this perceived notion that well, I I've just I gotta get my kids into something, into a college somewhere. Why? Because it will teach them something? Um, because it will get them out of your house, or for if you're a student. Well, it'll, it'll get me out of my parents' house. You can do that anyway. You can get a job somewhere else and live somewhere else. I'm not discouraging college. I'm discouraging aimless and pointless college. I'm discouraging the $30,000 a year college visit so you can party. You can party somewhere else for a lot cheaper. The idea of redirecting focus is to put in front of you the things that are important And not what you think are important right now, but the things that actually are important in the long run, including right now. So, I get out of high school. I'm I'm getting close to getting out of high school. What are my plans? Write them down. I don't have those plans for you. Journaling the journey. It's a good idea. But if you don't have your eyes on something, then you're not going anywhere. And I'm, I don't know, maybe you want to live in your parents' basement. Maybe you want your kids to live in your basement. Um, I don't, that's up to you. But college, as the, success, the, the defining successor, or as the, well, this is just going to equip them. No, that should have been going on before. That should have been, they should be being equipped ahead of time, under your roof. And if you're a student, then you should be being equipped somewhere for something. It might be college. It might be trade school. It might be learning the ropes somewhere, how to manage a retail store. You don't have to go to college for that. It might be a good thing to have a degree, but you don't have to do it. Focus on the why is my point. If you have not heard Simon Sinek's video or lecture on YouTube, please go find it. Start with why, I believe is what it's called. It's fantastic. Talks about the three concentric circles, the how, the what, and then the why. And the why is the core issue of, well, I, you know what to get and how to get it, but what's, what is your why? You have a career in mind. Let's say you're, you really want to be a nurse you know what you have to do, you know how to do it. So I, I I know what schools are available. I know the GPA. I might even know the cost. But why? Where is your focus? Are you focusing on things that are only comfortable to you? Are you focusing on things that are just immediately surrounding you? You come from a legacy of nurses. So my mom was a nurse. My grandmother was a nurse. My great-grandmother was a nurse. My great-grandfather on my dad's side was a nurse. You know, Male nurses exist, it's true, just not me. So what's what are you focused on? Is it fear-based? Well, I've got to be a nurse or my parents won't be happy with me. Um, I've got to be, I've got to have an MBA um, like my dad did. So I'll know how to run a business. Even though you can, MBAs are great. There are the markets so saturated, you can learn how to run a business by working with somebody who knows how to run a business. Degrees in this current environment, undergraduate degrees in particular, are showing to be less and less valuable. They're increasing in in price. They are less and less valuable. So, um, Would you, if we go back to the car analogy, no, let's do real estate. Would you buy, would you pay top price for a piece of real estate that was sliding off the edge of California? Probably not. I mean, I would hope you wouldn't. I would not buy that real estate, nor would I buy a piece of real estate that is more and more prone to flooding because of building practices around some location. I would not, not buy, buy a, I would not t- uh, pay top dollar for uh, a certain trendy car model that has zero research to show that it's actually going to last or is a technology that's going to last some electric hybrid, whatever. I'm not going to spend hundred and thirty, dollars $150,000, sometimes even over $200,000 for that. And yes, there are students paying two, three, four, even $600,000 for college education to get into healthcare careers in particular. It's crazy. So where are you putting your attention? What are you focusing on? Where's the noise coming from? This is one thing that, I, that I, another thing I want you to write down. And in, our, in the course, the Project 2 Million course, which is again linked in the um, the description below. We talk about this. There's actually a workbook to go through all of this. The re, the resources, writing down what the pros and cons are of various careers, what your goals are, what your gifts are, just where your head is. Some journaling pages. There's all of that comes free in a, in a workbook that comes with our course. The point is to okay. So let's let's revisit, re redefine success. So, what is true success, and what is it to you? Because if you're listening to somebody else's definition of success, you're 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 gonna get lost. You're gonna be lost in career land forever, and possibly like drowning in debt for the rest of your life. What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the title, the degree, the completion of it, the rep- reputation, the thoughts of somebody else, the uh, the proud grandma who just wants to see you become a nurse like she was? Something like that, as opposed to, you know what, Grandma? Turns out I'm actually really creative. And um, I'm really good at designing logos and at selling people things. And so I'm going into graphic design and marketing for a hospital. Pretty cool, huh? Or, you know what? Dad, I, I'd i love to run the family business one day. Um, I really, really enjoy building stuff. I love watching things be put together. And so um, I think I might just, I'm going to start as a welder um, or and start my own welding business. And then I'll apprentice people behind me and they'll become welders or master carpenters or journeyman plumbers, whatever it is, or it could be, um, you know what? I really want to serve. I I, I watched my family, my uncle and his, and his wife decline. They lived in far West Alabama where there was such poor access to health care. And I want to go treat people in that area because I want to make a difference in that, that neighborhood, in that community, because they're not getting enough. And I want to change that. I want to help those people to live better, to thrive. That's what I'll do. And you know what? I'll submit for a government grant to pay off my loans. I'll take the chance. But what's your why is the point. So what is your focus? For me, my focus was doing something that involved the passions of mine that were about the human body. I became a PT because I was a little bamboozled by the idea that PTs only work with sports. And they only work with athletics. I had no idea there was such thing as as pediatrics or home health or skilled nursing facilities or acute care or cardiopulmonary care or any of the other uh, specialties, pelvic care, women's health, you name it, It, it's, it's, there's so many out there. So I was misinformed and I just, I had a healthy lifestyle and I wanted to feel like I was going to do something that was healthy. And that was basically go to work and play, bounce balls at people, throw things at people, make them do exercises. And hey, I'll make me do some squats alongside you depending on the clinic might, may or may not be true, truly informed. But I, I, that was not, I did not pay attention to the cost, the salary that I would make. I didn't have wise people and wise counsel in that community. I didn't seek that out. I found one guy who took me into his clinic, let me shadow him for a while thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm in this. I don't, I don't really care about the rest of it. I'll just, I just want to do this. As opposed to saying, you know what, I'm going to go speak to this guy over here and I'm going to network with this PA over here. And I'm going to talk to this welder over here and I'm going to speak with a nurse that works 312s. And then I'm going to speak with a work uh, nurse that does nurse educating and she travels all over the country. And then I'm going to speak with a chief nursing officer at a hospital. And I'm going to speak with a wound care nurse that sells wound care supplies. And then I'm going to speak with, you know, you name it. What was your why? Are you even close to where you started from your why? And what got in the way? What happened? Was it reimbursement? Was it a change in the economy? Was it a change in your family requirements that you had to go back to schools or you had to shift gears so you can make more money because you had three kids and two of them had special needs? Find out everything you can. Success is on you. What you focus on is on you. Those are the first two steps in guiding your path or your children's paths towards the right spot, the right career without drowning in student loan debt, without being out $2 million. Thanks again for being here.